pressure on him. Throws it up for eight. Shot blocked by Antetokounmpo. What a block from Giannis. 17 seconds from game seven or from championship number six. Jordan. Open. Chicago with the lead. Minute remaining. And they're putting Curry in the pick and roll trying to get him on Irving. Irving and Curry, one-on-one with Irving, puts it up. It's good! Kyrie Irving from downtown! We're sending it in, Jerome. That's for damn sure. Yes, yes. What's up, everybody? And welcome to the Tap Room Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan. Stacks on stacks on stacks. Lats here with my guys. Got my boy Irving on one side and Mr. Raider Eddie. How y'all fellas doing tonight? Doing good. Keep playing. Nice. I can't complain, but no one cares. So <laughs> we'll say I'm good. <laughs> I guess there's always something to complain about, right? Yeah, I have to watch the A's play baseball. That's a big problem for me. Oh, my God, dude. Don't give me a start on the A's. We will talk some baseball probably in a little bit. Um, I won't. But welcome. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Um, we got a nice show packed for today. Uh, but first, make sure to go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. Craft beer delivered straight to your front door. You don't even have to move. Get on that. Uh, and yeah, man, got a nice show. Uh, excited for tonight, man. Always nice to have Irvin on the show. We're going to talk some AFC West uh, win total over-unders, and both these guys are fans of AFC West teams, so I don't think either of them are going to like what I have to say about their respective teams, but that's okay. But first, man, we had some stuff go down today. Um, well, actually, last night really went down. The fucking Suns got their asses handed to them. The Dallas Mavericks at one point were up by 50 points in the game. The game was never fucking close. The Suns scored 27 points in the first half. Just totally six points in the third quarter, bro. Outrageous. The thing yeah, is, one point three was like fifty six. Something I was like, damn, bro. It was out of control. The thing that's hella funny is I played the under in that game, under two hundred four and a half. The game at halftime had a ninety five percent chance to hit the under, and it ended up going over. <laughs> like, that, <laughs> that's crazy. It was a uh, talk about a bad beat, dude. That was one. I love garbage time basketball, dude. Sheesh. Bro, because the Suns, uh, the the Mavericks, like. The Suns couldn't score, and then the fourth quarter, they, like, just, you know, put in the reserves, and the Suns were able to kind of score a little bit, and it changed the whole outcome of the game. But as you're nowhere there, that's how betting goes sometimes. You know what I mean? You you win some, you lose some, and those are the worst ones to fucking lose. But today, Pat Beverly goes on ESPN, and he had some very interesting things to say. So I'm going to play a clip here, and then we're going to react to it. First off, uh, I know a lot of I'm gonna get a lot for this, but you know I don't really care. They benched the wrong person. Should have benched Chris. And I'm not mm. saying bench him now. Once you see they starting attacking Chris early, and you know that might become a problem later on. You need to see how my team works without Chris in the game a little mm-hmm. bit. I got benched. We won, we won though. Right. So right. You don't even you don't even remember that. Right. Okay. Right. You know what I'm saying what I'm saying so. As a coach, you have to understand that like, man. I have to understand they're attacking my main guy. Um, I can't get buckets from him. I have to make an adjustment, whatever that adjustment is. And that's no no fault against Monty. He's a great coach, coach of the year. But T. Lou, if T. Lou's there, he's making that decision. It's a hard decision, but he's making it. He's benching Chris Paul in game seven. Not benching him, but I, 
Spurts here, spurts here. We got to see something else. I mean, apparently it didn't work. Acknowledging that it has become a problem, and despite his stature, I'm just making sure I'm understanding, despite his stature in the game. Coach the game, not the player. Coach the game, not the player. So that was one of many things he said. He also called him a cone. Right. <laughs> a cone. <laughs> cone. But, Eddie, let's start with you. Like, What was your takeaway from uh, you know what Pat Beverly said? Was he in the... Was he in the right? Was he in the wrong? Like, what's your what's your thoughts on that? Um, I don't understand why Pat Beverly's trying to compare himself to Chris Paul, first off, by saying, oh, I got benched. Well, yeah, you're Pat Beverly. It's a little different. But <laughs> at the same time, like, I get what he's saying. Like, if they're going at Paul, Chris Paul, and c- they were consistently, he wasn't able to do anything on either end of the floor. Like, do you bench him? I don't know. But they didn't even try switching. They didn't try anything. They just kind of let it happen, right? So I feel like it's more on the coach than it was Chris Paul in that bad matchup. But I don't know. I just don't think Beverly should be comparing himself to Chris Paul, in my opinion. Like, that's that's where you he loses it, right? Like, his initial statement is not terrible. It's not a bad idea. But the minute that comparison comes in, like, me, I stop listening to him. So, um, yeah, dude's a clown. But I, have, I don't like him personally. So, it's not – I mean, that could be some of it too. Irving, what, what's, what was your takeaway from it? Uh, shout out to Pat Bev. He's, a, uh, he's been a regular at my club for a couple times, you know. So, <laughs> I wouldn't say he compared himself to Chris Paul. I think he was just speaking strictly from a coaching and defensive standpoint, and that's his specialty. So I agree with him. I didn't have a problem with what he said. The only thing that players would have a problem with because they basically like he like breaking the code because you know he's saying guys is lying. They don't want to tell him the truth, and other players and told him this and that about Chris Paul, but. He was just speaking from, you know, he's a professional athlete, peer-to-peer. He was just speaking his mind. You know, Pat Bevan always keep it real, so you can't fault him for that. Yeah, I know, Dam- I know Damian Lillard tried to call him out, but I'm like, then people was blowing out of port to him. Like he's tearing down another black man at his low point. I'm like, bro. Yeah, that's, he's just, that's too far. Yeah, he's just talking basketball, bro. Right. That's all he was doing. So then you got people reaching, so that's the, that's what I don't like. But for the most part – he was spot on. Like Chris Paul was playing terrible. He, as bad as he was on the defensive end, you could argue he was even worse on the offensive end. Right. Those last five games is probably the worst five games you've ever seen Chris Paul play yeah. in his career. No, I kind of, uh, I kind of agree with both of you. Honestly, like I found it very entertaining. You know what I mean? Like, of I thought, course, I thought Pat Bev was very entertaining, but at the same time, like. I could see where like Matt Barnes came out and said something. And I, I kind of see like that perspective too, because he's like, yo, like Chris Paul's way better than you dog. Like <laughs> you're out here like shitting on him. Like you're a better player. You know what I mean? And that's, that's just disrespectful. And I kind of, I like totally understand where he's coming from. You know what I mean? And I saw, heard people saying like, well, well analysts, you know, talk down on players all the time, but it's like, yeah, but those aren't their peers. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so I kind of understand that that part too, but I mean, yeah, Irving, you you nailed it on the head, dude. Like Chris Paul was not good in the last five games of the playoffs; he was awful. And you know, it's it's crazy because he had that closeout game against New Orleans where he went fourteen to fourteen from the field, and it was a like one of the best playoff games of all time. And then he has just five duds, dude. I mean, 
is it, you know, Ben brought it up last night. He said, you know, Chris Paul's 37 years old. Like, this could just be wear and tear throughout the season because the Suns, 64-win team, they took the regular season very serious. Yeah, they beat everybody else by at least a minimum eight games, so. Yeah, and and the reason why they did that was because everyone, like, called them frauds last year, so they were like, all right, well, we're going to prove it, you know? And we see this time and time again. Like, some teams take the regular season a little too serious. A 73-9 and nine win Golden State Warriors, they wore down at the end of the playoffs. They were they were fucking tired as shit. It's a long season, you know what I mean? And that could have played a part. You know, father time's undefeated. You know what I mean? Right. So, as far as Pat Bev goes, he has every right to have his opinion, man. You know yeah, I, mean? I agree. And I think, too, like, to your point, like, if this is Pat Bev, like, saying this three years after he's retired, I don't think it's a big deal. Right. Like it's just a analyst giving their opinion, like Barkley and Shaq, they rip on players all the time. No one really says anything. Right. Yeah, but those are two, but, <laughs> those but, are two of the best players well, that, that's ever well, played. Well, yeah, yeah, I know. But you know what I mean? Those two legends. Right. Kenny the Jet Smith, right? He ain't nothing, but he rips on players too. We'll throw that one G- out there. G14 but, classified. I would, I, would, <laughs> but, I would consider Pat Bev, and obviously he's a better player than Kendrick Perkins was, but I would put him on that kind of level and people clown Pat uh, Kendrick Perkins because he was like, you know, he wasn't a great player. They're like, yo, like, what are you doing, dog? Like, you, you were average, bro, <laughs> at best. Like, you rode the coattails of hella teams. You know what I mean? But the, funny, the funniest thing about Kendrick Perkins is I forgot he went at somebody, right? And a fan posted, like, a, a all-time, like, blooper rule in. Like, this you? <laughs> <laughs> and Kendrick Perkins tweeted and said, fuck you, boy. He was supposed to die. Hey, I mean, like Kendrick Perkins compared to myself and us, you know, much better basketball. Yeah, of course, player. yeah, he would kill us. But I'm just saying, like that shit was funny. Yeah, and he's, he didn't go. He almost went Kwame Brown, but he didn't go full Kwame Brown. <laughs> oh man, that dude, was, he was all one. That that was unbelievable. If you're if you're the Suns, though, kind of kind of bouncing off of everything. If you're the Suns, I mean, that was embarrassing, right? Like. Where do you yeah. go from here? DeAndre Ayton's a restricted free agent. Devin Booker is probably going to be eligible for a super max. max. He may all be eight this year too, right? Well, if he if he hasn't, they haven't announced the teams. But if he he's going to finish all first team All NBA, and if he does, he's eligible yeah. for that super max. Yeah, that two hundred twenty two hundred thirty million. Yeah, for five years, fucking forty mil a year. That's what he's going to get. Ooh. Aiton's going to get a, a rookie max extension, so he's going to get about, you know, I think it's like 25, 23 and a half million a year. So, I mean, if you're the Suns, what do you do, Irv? They got some decisions to make. Because you obviously need to upgrade that roster. Yeah, because they probably need some more shooters. Crowder's probably gone because that three is too inconsistent. I think he's got one more year, dude, left on the he Yeah, that's what I read. Damn, so it's gonna be kind of hard. I don't, know, I don't know the cap situation either, too. So, because you got Bridges up and coming, uh, Johnson probably needs more minutes, in my opinion. Damn, I don't know. It's gonna be stuck between a rock and a hard place. Then the backup point guard was hurt, right? Uh, Cameron Payne, yeah, Payne was hurt, right? Yeah, is he a free agent? They bring no, he played, he played yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, damn, I didn't notice, but shit. <laughs> um, so next year on the books, they have uh, Devin Booker for $33.8 million. Mm-hmm. They have Chris Paul for 28.4, Michael Bridges for $21 million, 
Jay Crowder for 10.1, Shamit for 9.5, Dario Saric for 9.2. Uh, so they basically, they're already over the tax. They're already over the salary cap. So if they could probably swing Shamit and Sarge for like another wing guy, because they need another wing defender, man. Luca was cooking, man. He was killing their ass. So and even their best one, Bridges and Booker couldn't do nothing with him either. So probably another yeah, wing Luka defender. Luca does that versus everybody, bro. That's but but he was barbecuing like they was yeah. I don't know, probably another three and D guy. They probably need another center too, because Aiden gets wore down because he's pretty like pretty much their end all be all, so probably get some more size. Javel McGee just don't got it no more, bro. He's just a, cooked. Yeah, so I don't know. Probably another center, another wing. Everybody know. needs wings though, because I mean, look at the look at the Bucks, man. That's why they lost. I mean, yeah, obviously Chris Middleton was hurt, but no, say Middleton's that's, out. That's, that's arguably your second best player. So yeah, but yeah. I mean, like and y'all, it's and y'all got that like far the, without. Him. Well, yeah, because so, like, we got the best player in the world, but. That's the only reason why, dude. Without Giannis, that that team is trash, bro. Yeah, of course. He literally it's won a... like three games by himself in that series. He just got forty and twenty every game, dude. Shout out to all the smoke going around the SSAW right now, courtesy of well, your boy's part of it. <laughs> I got a target on my back. I'm aware. It's okay. Though. <laughs> Has to let Russell know about his about his uh, about his sons. I'll get a Celtics a break. I like I mean the Bucks. I like Giannis. And Jordan's got enough got enough people on this. Sorry, <laughs> right, man. I mean, bro, I I knew coming into that series it was gonna be very difficult for the Bucks to win. Like I wasn't expecting them to win the series, but I knew that as long as thirty four is on the court, you always have a chance, dude. And, and you knew the Bulls fans was coming for you because you've been talking shit about them all year. So, well, they're gonna do the thing that sucks about the Bulls is they're gonna be even worse next year. So, I you hope think they so. Yeah, I think bro. Them, I think them healthy they, they'll be better. They might not have Levine, and then the, the news comes out today that the Bulls front office is very severely concerned about Lonzo's knee. And Demar Derozan had the best year of his career. He's not gonna do that again. He regressed in the playoffs. He was a shell of himself. Damn, so what's wrong with Lonzo Knee? A fracture? Or? They just, they're saying they're concerned, dude. Like, it could be oh, an okay. ongoing problem. Oh, okay. You like know what I mean? Like, or something like that or something? Yeah, like, the recovery is not going as well as it should. Like, he may need surgery again. And then, obviously, Levine had mm-hmm. surgery on his knee. There's mm-hmm. also, he's also a free agent, unrestricted free agent, by the way. So, they can't even match an offer sheet. Like, he can literally go... Sign wherever he pleases. Anyone that offers him a contract, so they could very well lose Levine, dude. There's rumors that that he might sign with San Antonio because Deon, uh, Levine, because Dejounte, him and Dejounte Murray are homies. They're both from Seattle. Oh, okay. Well, boys, get it together. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, bro, they shout could out. they could very shout well to, be a lot worse than last year, bro. Shout out to my, shout out to uh, Chicago and our uh, the Chicago fan base, but. My, my Lakers need to get they they get they act together too. Yeah, and then that rumor comes out today about the Lakers, Irving, that they are not going to trade Russell Westbrook because um, they well, probably can't. If they, if they don't trade Russell Westbrook, um, I might not watch not one Laker game next year. <laughs> so <laughs> I let them let that be no doubt. That is one I couldn't believe it. I went to the Lakers Clippers game, and I swear, how many shots off the that, backboard? 
Every time that dude touched the ball, whether we was winning, getting blowed out, close, the Clippers fans started cheering because they knew something was going to go right for him. Every time he touched the ball, <laughs> like it was, it was horrible. Uh, then we got cooked. Then we got cooked by Darren Collinson, looked like MJ. I was like, bro, I can't believe I, I spent money on this shit, man. That shit pissed me off. And then the next, the two days later, LeBron scores fucking fifty something against the Warriors. Hey. Yeah, Lakers got some issues, man. They don't yeah, even have they, a coach either. Yeah, we keep Russell Westbrook, bro. Just pack it up, RC. We ain't doing shit next season. Nice. All right, let's move over to the NFL. Let's move over to some some futures. Let's let's talk about the gridiron. So, I got the win totals up on the screen right here. Um, Kansas City over under is ten and a half right now. Denver Broncos over under is ten. Chargers over under is ten, and the Raiders over under is eight and a half. The interesting thing about these numbers, about these win totals, is none of them moved after the draft. Not one. Not the Chiefs, not the Broncos, not the Chargers, and not the Raiders. Obviously, the Raiders didn't have a first-round pick. Broncos didn't have a first-round pick. But that was interesting to me that, you know, they no line movement at all. Well, I wouldn't be surprised because most of the – well, the Chiefs had two first-round picks, but – they drafted for need. They went defense. Most people thought they was going to go offense. They got Sky Moore in the second round. So I see how it balances out. Plus, you got to think about who they lost. They lost Tyreek Hill, the best weapon in football. But good luck with Tua after that After that video came out. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, right, dude. What uh, are we talking about? <laughs> enjoy all that money you made, buddy. But right. I want to stay with my homes. But I, I kind of get it because, like, the so Raiders didn't have a first or a second round pick. So. I wasn't expecting the draft to impact the teams as well. The Chargers had a pretty good had made a had a pretty good pick, but I don't think the draft was going to like majorly mm-hmm. um, have a huge impact on the AFC West because all every team has such a good offseason. Even KC losing Hill, they still bounced back pretty nice with Juju and uh, uh, Valdez Scantlin, and they still got Mahomes. So yeah, I, I, I think I think Irving, I think Sky Moore. You know, yeah. I think he yeah, was he the was. top three wide receiver in the draft. He was in my top five. But yeah, yeah, I agree. Could be a little dark horse for rookie but, of the yeah, year, too. Yeah, but him going to the Chiefs, that's the one team I didn't want him to go to. Right, that's what I I'm agree. Like, 100%. it's only going to be – I think him and the, uh, that kid from North Dakota State, Watkins, like, I think they're in a perfect situation because they got – the two bet they got two of the best quarterbacks throwing in the ball. Yeah, was well, he just got to run more routes, bro. I will be back and watch this tape. He's a physical beast, but Sky Moore? No, uh, Watkins from Watson, Watkins from North, yeah, North Dakota, Dakota State. State. That's a thing, though. They like run the ball hella, dude. You know what I mean? But all, yeah, because all he ran was nine route screens. He wasn't really running. He ran like two, three routes. So, but that's definitely going to change in NFL. Yeah, no, he. I mean, Devontae Adams was. You know, wasn't really known as a whole route runner when he came into the league. That's why he went to the third round. Second round. Well, Second it round, was I mean. mostly the offense too, though. But well, yeah, you, you got to work on your craft, man. I, I'm pretty sure he's gonna do that. He's super excited. He's not yeah. gonna be a second round pick and flame out. Plus, he got Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball, so he's gonna be all right. The Chiefs here too. I mean, their schedule they start off pretty tough, man. First. uh in the first half of the season, they got Packers, Cardinals, Chargers, Colts, Bucks, Raiders, Bills, Niners, dude. They they have a stretch where they literally play the Cardinals. Or I'm sorry, I, I, I 
the Packers is uh, preseason. I'm sorry. They have a stretch here though where they they open with the Cardinals, then the Chargers, then the Colts, then the Bucks, then the Raiders, then the Bills, then the Niners. You're basically talking all teams that could potentially make the playoffs right there. You're playing them in the Damn. first two months of the season. Right. Then you go, well, the AFC West means, schedule is brutal for every so that team. I mean, their second half of the season is going to be cake probably. Then. Their second half is a lot, a lot nicer. They got like the they go Seahawks, the Rams, Titans. Uh, they got Texans but and Seahawks. Those are the only like bad teams they play, dude. Right. Well, the AFC West schedule is rough, dude, like for each team. They got Mahomes, so they'll be all right. Yeah. I mean, which – if. Well, let's talk about your guys' team. So, let's start with you, Irving. Denver Broncos, obviously, you bring in Russell Wilson. Um, you guys won eight games last year. So, there's this market is basically saying they only think Russell Wilson is worth two points. Um, obviously, there's some other things in there as well. You know, what's your thoughts on your on your guys' over-under here? Like, where do you I see the Broncos? I could see us winning 10 games. Do I think we're going to win more than that? Hell yeah, but um, at least you're honest, bro. Starting off, we have like our first four games are against uh, playoff teams, except for the uh, Seahawks. So that's gonna be a blowout. I don't know why they put that on Monday night, but I get it. Russell Wilson going home, but I think the the front half of our schedule is not as tough as the back half because I know it's a stretch on the back half where we play like six, four or five playoff teams in a row. So I think we're going to be all right. The key thing with us is we just got to stay healthy. If we stay healthy, I wouldn't be surprised if we have a good shot at winning the division. It's just that's what the AFC West is going to come down to because no team is that much better than any other team besides one team has the best quarterback on the planet. So that's what's keeping the Chiefs in the hunt. And Mm -hmm. the Raiders improved a lot this offseason. Did they improve to the point where I think they're going to be a threat to – be a Super Bowl contender? No, but they are going to be a playoff contender. So I think that's going to be the difference in the AFC West. It's health. The Chargers got better. Raiders got better. Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill, but that could be addition by subtraction because Mahomes will spread the ball around more. Right. So. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree. With you. I agree with you, except for the whole like over ten wins thing uh, for the Broncos, like. I don't think that's going to happen. Under 10 and a half, you say 10. I said nine before the season, so like right in the same boat there. But like the problem that we're seeing with the AFC West is like when they play each other, right? Like you remember back in the day with like the Ravens and the uh, Steelers, like those games, they played each other. And then what happened the weeks after? Like they're being ba- uh, banged up from those games. So every time an AFC West team plays another AFC West team, you know, it's the next week that I'm really going to be more – looking at you know because it's going to be a hype game when the broncos play the raiders when the raiders play the chargers when the chiefs play whatever the case may be i think each team except for the raiders have five games on prime time this year too so add that in there when their schedule um but again like we were talking about this is like the t- one of the toughest schedule like away from the division schedules as well uh i mean they all play the colts um uh, like going to like the uh raiders for example like 
we still have to play Pittsburgh, the Saints, who actually don't look as bad as I was hoping they were going to look maybe like <laughs> two, three weeks ago. Um, they get like at home, they get the Colts, Patriots and Niners, which is nice because those are three tougher games. At least you're at home for them. Um, but you still got to go on the road. I mean, you get to play in Jacksonville, which is nice, but you still got to go to L.A., New Orleans, Pittsburgh. Tennessee so there's not really like easy layup games for him plus you play the six games of division imagine you go three and three in the division like that's like what I think each team in the division maybe not the Chiefs they probably look for better results but each team would would be happy with three and three with an even split so like where are we going to get these other wins is like the question like they have the Raiders at eight and a half again I see the Raiders with Denver in like that nine nine and a half range like so like for the Raiders the over for me is a good bet but for like mm. the Chargers, like I don't trust the Chargers. I don't care how good you get, put the Chargers. They're always going to be an eight to nine win team. They find ways to lose all the time. It's been their MO since I was a kid. It's going to continue to be that way because that franchise stinks. Uh, their fan base stinks, all 12 of them. Uh, and uh, so the Chargers at under, I would say that's under as well because uh, fuck them. So I, I've, I put bets in on three futures this year and one of them I've bet at three different books and it's the Raiders under eight and a half because they are the worst team in this division Eddie like they didn't but you say the defense. worst team in the division and they're still like a top two team in every other division in the NFL so that's Maybe where I don't so, understand. but they have to play your point they have six games against their division and they have a difficult schedule on top of that and yes they improved their offense, they improved their offense a lot, maybe. I mean, the offensive line is still a question mark, right? They still have to be able to run the ball. But I I thought their defense last year was kind of a fluke. You know what I mean? The defense like, was terrible last year. But they, they stepped up at the end of the year. That was really what helped them. Yeah, actually got them in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah, they still can, the red zone was terrible. But No, I get what you're saying. And I just, I don't, I didn't see any upgrades. The secondary didn't get any upgrades. I I just I think they're the most flawed team, and they have the least depth of all the teams in that division too. And the Broncos don't have a ton of depth too. And you know I've spoken that about with Irving. You know I said that's my concern about the Broncos is they get a key injury or two, like they did last year when Bradley Chubb went down, and their defense was dramatically changed, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't think either, any team in the AFC West has a ton of depth. To be honest with you, well, I think like the, the Chargers are top heavy as shit. Like. The Chargers are top heavy. They have nothing behind it behind their starting just starting uh, eleven on each side. Same with Kansas City. But I Same love with the, the Chargers' and offensive line. They have the second best quarterback in the division. The, my biggest concern about the Chargers is they can't fucking stop the run, and they go out and get Khalil Mack. <laughs> like, dude, you could you couldn't stop the run, right. and you go out and get another pass rusher. Like that wasn't the right. issue. The issue was. I'm you, glad they didn't get Jordan Davis. I, that right. would do. That was like, oh my god! I was like, dude, it's right there. That was the Chargers being the Chargers, weakness, dude. dude. That was their biggest fucking weakness, and they didn't even address it that much. But you know, Kenneth Murray was hurt last year, so you know that he played banged up. That was another thing. So you know, Derwin James is one of the best defensive players um, when he's healthy. Again, big question mark when he's healthy. They got JC though, man. I think I don't know. They could say healthy. They might. Oh, yeah, but it's the NFL. No one stays healthy. Yeah, they look you good on paper. I'm gonna say that the Chargers. Yeah, they look good on, if you play in Madden. The Chargers would be dope. They look good on paper. I think those are the two best teams, and I do think the Broncos are gonna. I do think the Broncos are gonna make the playoffs. I think ten wins is like 
I think 10 wins for the Chargers and Broncos is like right there, dude. But yeah. if those teams win 10, you know, cause I think the I think the Chiefs are just as good too. You know what I mean? Like they So the Chiefs are the wild card for me. Like I mean, obviously they got Mahomes and Kelsey, like they are like they're still stacked, you know what I'm saying? Like I think the defense is gonna be better this year, honestly. Like I feel like they, they I feel like yeah. the like you kind of mentioned earlier, Tyreek Hill leaving might be like the best thing to happen for him. Because now they have to actually run an offense. You know what I'm saying? It's not just like, hey, Mahomes, you snap it, run around for 10 minutes, and Tyreek Hill will be open 50 yards downfield. Like They actually have to run plays now, which is good. But they don't have, like, a run game, per se. Like, McKissick came in last year, right, um, and played well. well Andy Reid but... has never had a run game. That's one thing you can always count on yeah, with the Andy Reid team. No, they, it's funny. They started off running the ball, like, the first – Two three games and then it just they just completely went away. Yeah, they like lost two and they're like, "Fuck, this doesn't work." Fuck it. Because <laughs> I think the first <laughs> two or three games didn't uh, Hilaire have a hundred yards rushing each game or something like that? Well, got close to it. I know the I know the first two he had over a hundred. Well, I mean, in the against the Bengals, dude, the Bengals were dropping eight, dude. It's like they could have just ran the ball the entire second right. half and they win the game. I don't know. Sometimes that play call in the NFL, they just to be, they just, I don't know. They just. There's a reason why Bellamy hasn't gotten a job yet, or Bellamy, excuse me, hasn't gotten a job yet. I think it's more. Reason. I think it's more of his past than it is with his coaching ability because he's a, he's easily out of all the head coaches that got hired this go around. Which one of them called plays? Which one of them schemed the offense or has a Super Bowl under the belt? None of them. Josh McDaniels. But he did that with Brady. What has he done since Brady left? I mean, he took Mac Jones to the playoffs, made him look good. And what happened? I mean, they lost, but he still got a rookie to the court to the playoffs. And they also had like what a top ten defense too, though, right? Top three defense. They also oh, had. I mean, yeah, you throw in Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar, and still. Well, they haven't Brady. had weapons in forever, and that's the best weapons they've had in years. So. I know it's sad. So. It's just that's just how it goes, but I don't think I think Josh McDaniels is overrated as shit. But let's see. <laughs> it's just because he was with Denver and he fucking well, sucked he in was, Denver. Been, he was terrible okay. in Denver. And you need to realize, uh, uh, Belichick's assistants don't do that good as head coaches outside of. No, they don't. Yeah. They really but one, don't. Uh, one was a pretty uh, the dude in Tennessee, and he yeah, wasn't Rabel. even he never coached under Belichick. He just played for him. Nah, he was an assistant though for Rabel. Yeah, he was there. I think a linebacker coach. Yeah, he, yeah, he was a linebacker. He, coach. No, I thought he left and went to Ohio State. He was at Ohio State for a long time. Well, I think he started as a as the Patriots linebacker coach, and then he went to Ohio State, and then he went and coached uh, with Kansas City when Romeo Cornell was there. Ah, uh, Romeo Cornell when he was defensive he was coordinator. And then he got the head coaching job. Well, he probably – he's not technically – he's not under his coaching tree. He really yeah, no, he wasn't like a coordinator. So, like, you're right yeah. there. Uh, still so, good. Trust me, you're going to be highly upset with Josh McDaniels. Nah, I'll be fine. So, so you guys are going – You would have been better off with Rudin. <laughs> so, you guys are going over for both your teams, obviously. Well, I'm yeah. going over for my team. I'll probably – I think the Chargers will probably be right at 10 wins. So, I'm not going to go over on them. Definitely going. Uh, the Raiders probably going to win about, I'll say, seven, eight games. Maybe yeah, I think nine. They're at, I think they're at seven or eight, too. So, and the Chiefs, I got them going over just because if Patrick Mahomes stay healthy, I think they win 11, 12 games a year. Uh, another part of my, my like, handicap on it, too, is that 
so many people are going to bet the over for the Raiders because they're they're the sexy team, you know what I mean? Get Devontae Adams, um, and, you know, that's what everyone's thinking about. And everyone sees that number eight and a half, and they're like, telling you they're going to bet that thing. That, that That's going to be the bet is over eight and a half. That's the sexy pick. I always they're fade still, the public. They still got uh, they still got Alex Leatherwood blocking. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I like Leatherwood at Alabama, though. Man, I don't know he acts is crazy, though, because – if you go back and watch him at Alabama, he was pretty damn. He played left tackle. He played guard. He played everywhere. He played, right? He played, he played pretty much every position except for center and looked him pretty damn good. And yeah. you got to think, he, he kept Neil on the bench for two years. Yep. That's what I'm but saying. That's why it's like, I don't know what the hell is wrong with him. Yeah, he got to the NFL. I mean, give, him just, a, give him a year, dude. It's a rookie year. You got to give him more than one year. He, he can't be that bad, though. That was, he was horrible. He was pretty played better at the second half of the year. For a first oh, round pick, cool. got a three step drop backs, huh? Quick game slants, you know. Little, little hey, you gotta do what you gotta work with what you got, dude. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, 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 y'all hit them pretty good the second half because that first half y'all let them block one on one. That dude was good. Yeah, well, I mean, the whole second half we didn't have a deep threat, so you couldn't go deep anyway. So it was more just who's your deep yeah. threat this year? Uh. <laughs> I guess we still don't have one. We don't really need one, do they? I know you got, got, yeah, got Devontae, huh? Well, I right. hope they don't suck and send Devontae deep. That's exactly what I don't want. Oh, I think that's not but, what he's designed for. You think y'all beat the Chargers week one? Yeah. No. It's a home game. No. It's a home game, dude. It's yeah. a home game. It's one of their like few home games they're going to have in this year. Yeah, see, Vrabel never coached with the damn Patriots. No, he he wasn't even a a position coach. No, he started started off as a linebacker coach at Ohio State. Then he Mm -hmm. coached the Texans linebackers, Houston defensive coordinator, Titans head coach, twenty eighteen present. Oh, that's right. Not the Chiefs. That was when Romeo Cornell was in Houston. Or Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien, and Romeo Cornell was his defensive coordinator. Enjoy enjoy, uh, Josh McDaniels. Just don't say you didn't hear it from me first. No, I won't. I'm not worried about Josh McDaniels at all. I think, dude, honestly, I like the Josh McDaniels hire because I like second go-arounds with young coaches because I feel like he's learned, dude. He's he's taken 10 years since what happened in Denver, right? So why didn't he take the coach job? And that's a better job than the Raiders job. The Colts job? Bro. He accepted that job and then like, like something happened later. there. Yeah, I don't know. A week later got cold feet and went back. Didn't he to get the a Patriots. fucking fat pay? Didn't he get like a nice extension too going back to the Patriots? Well, that's but the thing know. is I, I think he was told that he was gonna get the head coaching job. Like I think they were they like probably told soon. him like when Belichick retires, but I don't think Belichick wants to retire, dude. I think Belichick that's, is like saving. They're gonna be coaching until they're about ninety. Right, he's gonna be fucking palpatine out there and shit. Yeah, but I yeah. dude, I think I think Belichick's kind of falling off, bro. He's like yeah. 70 years old, dude. I well, mean, look at the draft is. they had this year, bro. They drafted that kid that everybody had a third-round grade on. They drafted yeah, Dr. Strange. Down. But, like, his drafts have been bad since. Like, uh, 2012, 2014. But he, got, he hit on Mac Jones. I mean, he fell to him. He had to. Did he Low hit key. on him, though? You know, Loki hit on Jimmy. Loki hit on Jimmy G. Just he had to trade him because of Tom Brady complained to the owner. So yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. But I mean, that yeah, guy's we'll getting see. old, bro. He's like seventy years old now. 
But that's definitely the Bills division to lose. Yeah. And if Tua and if Tua could throw the ball, I would put Miami over him. But it's no, Tua, Tua can't throw. That's, <laughs> a, that's the issue. Like. Bro, I can't wait. That's another under I played was under nine wins for the Dolphins, dude. Oh yeah, they definitely doing under. I don't see them winning more than nine games. Yeah. Or winning nine games. No, nah, not even, bro. The only thing they have going for them is that they play the Jets twice. That's true. Yeah. You know, and but I think the Jets are improved too. Yeah, they proved a lot. They 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 killed the draft. Yeah, they might win like four games this year. Yeah, I'll say that'd be a great year for them. How many did they win last year? Uh, four, I think. I think they win about six. No, games. no, they won three. I think they beat the Bengals. They beat okay. the uh, they beat the Titans. What's their over under? Let me see. Five and a half, know. dude. Their over under is five, five and, and a half, and it's juice to the over. So you're paying a premium mm-hmm. betting the over. I think last time I saw it, it was like minus one sixty. Let me see. They, they definitely minus one forty five for the over five and a half, dude. So the market is I've, saying they're going over. I would still hit the under on that because I think five wins would be an improvement and it'd be better. But improved everything, though. and they got a good receiver. They got yeah, but it's young, dude. It's, I mean, it's gonna well, take a little bit of time. Nah, you see what Chase did. Yeah, with Joe Burrow, dude. <laughs> yeah, Zach Wilson is not. But I, but I will say <laughs> and, I was impressed But you got to think, but you gotta think the, the second score. half of the season, Wilson played a lot better. Yeah, he, he, he was did. a lot better. If, if that line could block and he actually got decent weapons, that dude has all the tools. Yeah. No, but that's those are big ifs, dude. I watched him, right. cook, my, I watched him cook the uh, the Trojan, so I, I like Zach Wilson. Yeah, a lot of people did that year. No, nah, not that year. That was two years ago. That was actually decent. That, oh, year. that was 2020. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we won games, but we didn't look good winning a lot of games. No, but we looked, we looked a lot better than last year. Uh, well, last year was a fucking disaster. Dog. <laughs> that ain't that hard. Well, I'm just saying. Hard. Don't be surprised if Zach Wilson has a way better season than uh, your boy Trevor Lawrence. Wow. Well, 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 I mean, I'm not sold on Trevor I like Lawrence Doug Peterson, either. though, dude. I like, I like Doug Peterson. I think he's a good coach. He's a good coach, but his play calling just fell off. His own. Uh, can't be nah. any worse, dude. It can't be any worse than fucking bang bang finger bang, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like Trevor Meyer, yeah, Trevor Meyer was four. Technically, I thought, Trevor Lawrence is still a rookie this year because that first year shouldn't count. I called that from the beginning. That was, he said he had no business ever going to the NFL. Right. I didn't know who Aaron Donald was. Yeah, that was uh, that's ridiculous, man. Like, what the fuck was that? Shit? I was like, who's this ninety-nine guy? A lot of people keep talking about him. Hey, before we get to our best bets, Irving, I gotta ask you this: uh, Dodgers game five-four right now, top of the nine, two outs, about to finish it off. Craig, Craig Kimbrell is on the mound. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, Dodgers two and five on the week, including losses to the Pirates. Yeah, we. We had our most, we had our worst week of baseball. Hopefully, that was the little, the the the, the dry spell we got out, get out of our system, and we just go back to our winning ways. But the Phillies was hot, bro. It was, even though our pitching is hurt, they was they was tearing us up, bro. I was like, damn. Nah, the Phillies can rake, bro. They just can't yeah. pitch, dude. That's right. a, that's like the biggest issue. Castellanos, Bomb, Harper was on. That, I think he hit a home run down there every game. Yeah, no, nah, he, he tore it up last last week. Three home runs. I think he batted. Uh, uh, I think he had eight RBIs in the week, dude. He, he had mm-hmm. a hell of a one game against us. I think he had like four or five RBIs. I was like, damn, we were beasting. 
Yep. Man, I wanted him to sign with the Dodgers so bad when he was a free agent. Sign with them trash ass Phillies. Bro, you guys, all, you want, you Dodger fans want everyone to sign with you. Of course. Well, when your ownership is worth, has controls over 400 billion, you can. <laughs> That's true. Man, you, I think the Yankees. Are you concerned, though, about the starting rotation? I am because Kershaw went down. It's his back again. That flares up every year, it seems like now. May isn't coming back till probably right before the All-Star break. Um, Trinan is going to be out to the All-Star break because his injury is worse than what they what they thought it was. So we got to get healthy, man. We got some pretty – we got some damn good young arms, but they don't have no experience. And then you don't want to be dependent on them too much. But I think that lineup is going to be able to mask us not being 100% with our pitching. And they fucked us over with Trevor Bauer. That that Man, I wish he could do some type of Supreme Court something because he did not deserve to be suspended for two years, bro. That that, that was terrible. But we just got to get healthy. Kershaw got to come back. You think uh, – well, I, I guarantee the Dodgers make a move too for an – Yeah, we got to. They always do. Unfortunately, yeah, it's like we don't got to give up. We probably want to give up our top-level prospects. Should trade deadline if – if, if, we're, if Turner's still teetering on not signing with us, then shit. I don't, I don't see him trading Turner, but if the right deal is out there to add a, a high-level starter for Turner, shit, I would do it because... Oh, and he still doesn't want to re-sign in L.A.? It's because you... Correa's deal... Wait, no, it wasn't Correa. Who got all that money they weren't supposed to? Uh, was it Javi Baez got overpaid? Basically... The shortstop market, he wants, he probably wants minimum three hundred million. Well, shit. I mean, Corey Seager got overpaid for how he. Yeah, that's yeah, that, that's 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 all I was thinking about. That's that's what that's what might fuck it up for the Dodgers. If you got three twenty five, your boy Turner is least worth what? That minimum probably what three fifty, three sixty. Yeah, he's a better defensive shortstop. Yeah, he's way more Speed. consistent with the bat. Only thing, only thing Corey got over him is power. So, yep. so yeah, he might he might want a blockbuster deal. So that might that might lead the Dodgers on the outs. You know, because a lot of baseball players say they want to win, but at the end of the day, when they make it to that second contract, oh, so you got to get that money, bro. Yeah, yeah once you once you've yeah. won too, they yes. got to get paid. You yeah, know? he won already too. So it's all about the money. The lookout for Shohei coming to the Dodgers. <laughs> telling you, dog. The- some point, dude, they got to decide whether that man's going to pitch or hit. Dude, think about this, Irving. When it comes to the playoffs, you can't really have him in the rotation because he only pitches once every seven days. So that you could potentially only have him start for one fucking yeah. one yeah, series. One you know what I mean? In this yeah. in one game and one series, he could potentially only start for it. And that's your best pitcher, dude. So if you're, if you're paying him like money to be a hitter and a pitcher, because his next deal, if he's a pitcher and hitter, he's gonna get paid a fucking shitload of money. Yeah, he's gonna probably get four hundred million, bro. Yeah, highest paid player, easily. But I want my best pitcher to pitch in the most meaningful games, dude. Yeah, because that dude stuff is nasty. He, I don't know. I think how old is he? He's he's gonna be like, I think he's almost thirty, bro. So I'll probably say he could probably pitch and hit for another what at an elite level, probably another three, four years. Yeah, if he if he only pitches every seven days, this is why I've been saying, dude, they should move him to the bullpen, bro. He should be the closer. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, think, I, I agree. Think that'll benefit his career a lot. 
Yeah, because then he could pitch every fucking game damn near, and he could hit every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And with the new rules where you can, like, he could it's stay in, in the game, yeah. dude. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I think I think that's what they – I mean, dude, the Angels should hire me, dog. That's what they should do, even though I fucking well, hate don't, them. If they do hire you, don't start selling fentanyl. <laughs> no, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Before we close out the show, let's get to let's get to some best bets for tomorrow, man. We gotta we gotta throw out some best bets for tomorrow. Eddie, you got any best bets for tomorrow? I got one. I got a little two team parlay. We go in NHL playoffs. All right. All right. We got Carolina or the uh, Florida Panthers, excuse me, minus one and a half. Okay. We're gonna take them, and then we're also going Avalanche money line. You take that, you're getting plus two eighty four. Panthers have been one of the hottest teams at home this year. Uh, also, they have not lost a game at home, I believe, uh, in the last like two three weeks or so. So, I think it's gonna be a quick start. And when they win, they don't win by one; they're winning by multiple games. One thing about NHL playoffs, you have to understand, they're gonna pull the goalie with like four minutes to go because it doesn't matter. So you're gonna get a lot of empty netters, two point big, two goal victories, a lot more than just a one goal victory. So there you go, plus two eighty four. Damn, Panthers. So you're going Panthers minus one and a half, even though they're less likely to win by two goals. And then you're taking. No, the you're team. more likely to win. If you win, you're going to win by two. Because yeah, I'm you're saying up. I'm, I'm basing it on the odds because Florida and oh, yeah, Tampa yeah. are much closer than than St. Louis and Colorado. So wouldn't it be smarter to take Colorado minus one and a half? And uh, I don't trust uh, Colorado yet at minus one and a half. Plus, it's only plus one ten. They scored over um, seven goals. They scored like seven goals twice against the fucking. Yeah, Nashville but it's the Blues, dude. Blues one of the better defending def- defensive teams in the NHL. Yeah, the so, is nice. uh, that could be a one nothing, two to one type game. All right. So parlay. Florida Panthers money line and or I'm sorry, Florida Panthers minus one minus and a half, one and a half. Colorado money line. Money line. Irving, you got any best for tomorrow? Yeah, my best bet is uh two props. All right. Tatum and Butler both over thirty points tomorrow. Ooh, Tatum Butler over thirty. I don't like Tatum over thirty, but I do like Jimmy Butler to go over thirty. Because my best bet of the day is Miami Heat money line. Not taking the points. Just give me the money line because I do think Boston is the better team in the series. But I think game one, the motions in uh, Miami are going to be high. Boston coming off a very, uh, very tough series against uh, Milwaukee, which is a very physical series, right? And Eric Spolster is one of the best coaches in basketball. So I think he's going to dial stuff up for Tatum, man. And I think the Boston's it's going to take him a little bit to adjust. Plus, Marcus Smart may not be playing tomorrow, has a sprained foot. So Mm. give me... Miami money line you can get it about minus 125 minus 130 depending on the book I think it's a safe play that's the only bet I like tomorrow so far I haven't looked at baseball really yet so give me Miami money line yep and if Miami wins I would look to take Boston to win the series after because then you're going to be getting plus money yeah you're going to get a much better series price because they open about minus 180 yeah um so if they win it's going to you're going to get like plus 220 plus 240 if Miami win the first two games, it's gonna go even higher. Oh, go yeah, way higher. Play, play yeah, yeah. plus four hundred. Yep. Oh, okay. The odds go like down. I think the Mavericks after the two oh two start, they're at like plus five hundred, plus five fifty. 
I mean, dude, the, the, the Mavs also looked dead in the water after those right. first two games, right. bro. They got their ass beat. <laughs> Crazy. The fact dude. they turned it around was it was incredible, man. That's a testament Luka. to Jason Kidd. Well, what's the name? What's the name? Made a good point. Uh, undisputed. I don't watch it that much, but Shannon said he's learning how to play great and let other players play great along with him. Yeah. No, I mean that was the biggest. That was the biggest turnaround. Is the first two games, it was like Luca and nobody else, and then you got Brunson had a couple games. He went off. Dinwiddie had a couple games. Mm-hmm. Even fucking Davis Bertans had a game where he fucking hit like mm-hmm. six threes and he, he was like six Man, or seven. And when, they, and when did Cleveland start shooting threes so damn good, dude? I mean that's the, that's the thing in the if you watch the <laughs> dude if you watch the playoffs though, like that's what. That's what the best teams shoot threes well. Boston shot the three incredible. They they lead the playoffs in three-point percentage, dude. Dallas leads the, the playoffs in three points made. And here both of them are, you know what I mean? Right. I think the best thing, too, is that time that Luka missed at the beginning of the playoffs. It had made everybody else kind of step up, learn a role. They got to play the Luka jazz, in. dude. Yeah, I mean, it helps, you know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah. I think it just gave everyone else confidence. You they, know? Didn't rush them, they didn't rush them back like the Suns did with Booker, and it still didn't work. Yeah. Right. Jazz are out there fighting each other and shit. They really <laughs> right. they fucking hate each other. But thank y'all for joining us tonight. Make sure to go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. For Irving and Raider Eddie, I'm Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks, lads. I will be back tomorrow night with Big Ball and Ben Larson, talk some baseball and some basketball. And then I'll be back with Eddie on Thursday. Wednesday. Wednesday, I'm sorry. I keep getting all the days fucked up, dude. Let's go, Flames. Fuck the Oilers. Oilers going to bring back that Wayne Gretzky. Uh, let's go, Oilers. Let's go. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. I got a future on the Oilers. Yeah, so. since, since Eddie's going with the Flame, I got to go opposite. <laughs> hey. Oilers, do your thing. McDavid. <laughs> all right, y'all. Have, yeah, a great, have a great Tuesday. Appreciate y'all for tapping in with us for the last hour. I'll see y'all tomorrow. That dude, David, is a beast. Yeah, they, well, that's the thing. That-